To all our partners of Andrew Mac Ministries in Uganda, we thank you and appreciate you for the financial support you render to us to take the gospel as far and deep in the world. Truly because of you, the gospel reaches the whole body of Christ. We speak a blessing unto your lives and families and exceeding prosperity. Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, celebrating 55 years of ministry. Andrew, I want to personally say thank you for, for what you have been able to do for us in your, your adamant pursuit of the Word um, and how you have not wavered. You've not gotten into the grandstands and you have delivered that to us. I might be one voice, but I represent millions and millions of changed lives. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our broadcast of the Gospel Truth. Today I'm continuing to teach on the subject of prayer. And I have this teaching entitled, A Better Way to Pray. This is a book that I wrote a long time ago. This is one of the foundational teachings that I have. I've countered a lot of things. Uh, you know, prayer is one of those areas that, man, there's just people think that as long as I'm praying, as long as I'm calling out to God, it doesn't matter how I do it. You can actually cause a lot of damage if you're praying wrong. And that's the reason I've entitled this series A Better Way to Pray. I spent the first week just countering a lot of religious traditions that uh, has upset a lot of people. And then I spent the second week talking about intercession. New Testament intercession versus Old Testament intercession. And I tell you, that's a huge, huge difference between those two. Yesterday, I started trying to get into what prayer is. I've talked about what prayer isn't. I've countered a lot of misconceptions about it. And now I'm talking about what prayer is. And yesterday I kind of just gave an introduction to it. But I believe that prayer ought to be just the majority of it. Ought to be nothing but just communion with God, just fellowship with God. Having a 
HAVING AN ATTITUDE OF PRAYER, WHERE IT SAYS IN 1 THESSALONIANS 5:17, PRAY WITHOUT CEASING. There's probably multiple ways that could be taken, but we just need to be constantly in a state of prayer. And I was, as I ended the program yesterday, I was talking about Ananias. Who God spoke to him in Acts chapter 9, and he was the one and went and spoke to Paul and prayed for him. And the scales fell from his eyes and uh, he prophesied over Paul what Paul would be doing the rest of his life. And of course, Paul's the one that wrote nearly half the books in the New Testament. And I mean, here he is impacting people today. None of this would have happened without Ananias. And yet when the Lord spoke to Ananias, he just called his name and said, Ananias. And Ananias said, Behold, I am here. And the Lord really used that to speak to me. That we just need to be in the presence of the Lord. We just need to have our heart open. Listening to God. And I believe that prayer should be more communion, more just conversational prayer. Instead of begging and pleading and rebuking and doing all of these things. There's a place for all of those things, but it's not the place that it occupies. And the Lord wants us to just have relationship with Him. It doesn't always have to be dramatic. It doesn't always have to be spectacular. And let me, I'm going to jump ahead and say something that I'll verify later in the week. But if we were to keep 
our heart and our mind stayed upon the Lord. The way that I believe we should, and if we were in constant communion with the Lord, we wouldn't have as many problems to pray over. We wouldn't be as stressed out. We wouldn't need as much help. We, it would actually be preventative. Instead of always going to the Lord asking for to help something, if we were to just stay in tune with the Lord, it would make a radical difference in our lives. Let me take this verse out of John chapter 3. Verse 16, this is a verse that I'm sure many of you have already memorized. It is very familiar. It's one of the most familiar passages of Scripture in the Bible. But you can get so familiar with the Scripture that you actually... Uh, miss what it's saying. Listen to this, John 3:16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Let me say what this verse does not say. This verse does not say that God loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son so that if you'd believe on him, you wouldn't perish, period. Not perishing, getting your sins forgiven so that you won't perish, so that you won't go to hell, but instead you get to go to heaven. That is not the purpose of salvation. Now, I know that that's a radical statement. I am not saying that getting your sins forgiven and escaping hell and going to heaven is not important. I'm not saying that that's not a part of what Jesus did. It is a vital part of what he did. 
And if that's all that there was to salvation, that's more than any of us deserve, and it would be well worth preaching. But it says the reason he did that was so that we wouldn't perish, but in contrast to that, have everlasting life. And again, most people think everlasting life is just living forever. They think it's talking about length of days. Or at the very best, some people will say it's talking about a quality of life. But most people think that everlasting life starts when we die and we go to heaven. And then in eternity is when you have everlasting life. But look at this verse right here in this same chapter, 336. He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life, and he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. But in the first part of that verse, it says that if you believe on the Son, you have everlasting life. This isn't something that's going to take place in the future. But it's something that becomes a present tense reality. On the inside of every person the moment you get born again. So everlasting life isn't just talking about living forever in heaven. It's talking about a quality of life here on this earth. Let me turn over to John chapter 17. And this is Jesus praying the night before his crucifixion. When he went out with his disciples to the garden, and here's his prayer in John chapter 17, verse 1. These words spake Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy son that thy son also may glorify thee. 
Yesu nayo gire evyo. Naimu sama asoke muguru. Nagama antichitange. Echisera chituse. Gulumizo umwana wo. Umwana wo akugulumize. As thou hast given him power over all flesh that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. So, Nalio kajamu nyiri oloku minagamanti, ngabu wa muwa, obu yinza, kubali no mubiribo na, edabo na, beba muwa. Aba obu lamu, obu tagwawo. That second verse, he's praying about eternal life. This is what God gave him. He has the ability to give. Kakati wano, mulu nyiri oloku bili, yesu wa sabaku chetuita, obu lamu obu tagwawo. Kubanga, Bible ya kula zebu lungi, nti katonda ya lida bumuwa. Ngabulina, munda muye mwalimobula mwabuta guawo, elanga sobulo kubuo mtu yina guwaya gala. Eternal life, and again, this isn't just talking about going to heaven and living forever in heaven. Nera wano, ulunyiri uno, teluga manti, obula mwabuta guawo, butegeza kubele uluwelela mugurueli. Because the very next verse, he defines what he's talking about. In verse 3, he says, And this is life eternal. It's just like if you wanted to look up what eternal life is, here is the biblical definition of eternal life. Chibanga bogamanti ogeza ko kunonya obulamu obutagwa obutegeza chi. Wano wenyini nyini mulunyiri no rokusatu. Yesu agenda kutunyonyola obulamu obutagwawo enzivunula yabwe ntufu yeriwa era butegeza chi. This is life eternal that they might know thee, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. Ntibuno bwebulamu obutagwawo okutegeera gwe katondo omu owamazima noyo gwatuma Yesu Kristo. Eternal life is knowing God. And did you know when I say that, I imagine that there's probably some people thinking that's it. Man, it sounds to me like living forever in heaven is, is a better definition of eternal life. But this is Jesus, the one that the scripture says was the author of eternal life. He He's defining what eternal life is, and he says it's knowing God the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom he has sent. Niyati tulaba wano, nga Yesu ye njini njini, ya tu nyonyola, chichi obulamu obuta guawo, chibute geza. But see, the reason that's disappointing to some people is because we use the word know to just describe something about mentally understanding. Ere mkusonga luwachi manyi, echi gambo chino chibaito kutegeira, abantaba singa chibacha ankala nyanyo, kubanga tutela chiko zesa, nga tuchiteka mkusonga ya bido uzo bioka. Something like there's people that if somebody was to come up and say, Do you know Andrew Womack? There's some of you that say, Oh, yeah, I know him. I've seen him on television, or maybe you've been to my meeting, or maybe even sometime we had a conversation, and you'd say, oh, yeah, I know him. But when the Bible uses the word no, like over in the book of uh, Genesis, 
You can see in Genesis where it says that Adam knew his wife Eve. Niyatenga, echigambo chino kumanya. Chine nzifu nulendira kubanga atebo wete gireza mchitabo choru verebelie. Esula ya kuna, ukufa kunyiolu soka. Baibli egamanti Adamu namanya mchalawe kawa. And that she conceived and bore a son. And all the way through the Bible, the word know is talking about more than just an intellectual knowledge. It's talking about an intimate relationship. When he's talking about Adam knew his wife Eve, he was talking about sexual relationship. It was talking about intimacy. So this is what the Lord is talking about when he said, this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. It's talking about eternal life is having an intimate, personal, close relationship with God. And let me just dare to say that the majority of people today who have come to the Lord, have repented of their sins, received salvation, and if they were to die, they would go to heaven. I'm not doubting that they've been born again, but I would say the majority of people who have received salvation today do not have an intimate, close, personal relationship with God. And it's all off in the future. It's pie in the sky, by and by. But it can be steak on the plate while you wait. You should be having a intimate relationship to think that we have access to God, and that He wants to fellowship with us. You know, I was raised in a church that basically preached forgiveness of sin, salvation, and praise God for that. I got born again at eight years old. So I... 
ebebuli ya kwene nyabibi ebebuli da kutugende tuleta abantu bakirize yesu ngomuloko ziwawe sikize kugamanti ebintu ebibi kubanga mazima gegano mukaniseyo mwinaloko kera kumiaka munana i'm not totally against that but once you got born again sikize kukurumba njigirizeyo ntiyo naye alinchamu naye mazima gegano kastowa ngomazo kukiriza yesu ngomuloko ziwo every sermon was always a salvation message Kakati bulinjiri yonna je yabulirwanga katuti yabanga ya lokoka wenenye lokoka wenenye And the sad fact was the vast majority of people that were coming to the church were already saved Ngateje nakuchali wanu nti ogutundu tundu ogwali gusingo gwabantu abajjanga mukaniseno bali balokukadda And so there is just very there is very little information about how to live and commune with God and really receive the fullness of our salvation this life. Era obubaka obulala obwali bwogera ku bitundu ebyale byobulamu engeri yokutabagana mu nekatonda engeri yokusabamu engeri yokufuna mu echamagero engeri yokufuna mu okonyezebwa nebintu ebyala bwebicho tebabyogerangako. It was all about in the future. Ebintu bendebene bisinga babitutunuliza eri ngatumaze okuwangula ngatumaze okusomoka ngatumaze okufa. When we all get to heaven, what a day that will be. Erebuli chindu chona chona chalinga chigamba kasta tulimalo kusomoka tulibeira bwetuti butulimale tuyingire guru tulibeira bwetuti. Further along we'll know all about it. And all of our songs were either about heaven or praising God that we had had our sins forgiven. Erene nyimba za fazo nazo nazo twayimbanga zalinanga zaliza bitundu bibiri. Nyimba ezimu zalinga zi zogera ngazitendeleza katondoro kubante ebibya febya sonyiwa obasi checho ngazogera kuguru yetugenda but they didn't believe in healing they didn't believe in prosperity they didn't believe in real joy and peace and happiness neyatenga emkaniseno balite bakiriza mukonyezebwa balite bakiriza mubugagga balite bakirizibwa mukubera mbolamo obwe mirembe kusanyuka ebintu benebinanga birunji they emphasized a lot about suffering and about how you just had to bear this suffering and go through these things Eranga na manyo baga simbanga nyo kukubona abona kwenseno ngabaga amanto ino kugumikiriza okubona abonyezebwa oyino kubiyitamu embera weja sigala ngo nywedde sigala ngo yimiride tosagasagana It was not focused on eternal life having an intimate relationship with God right now it was all off in the future Era yamanyo bali ngapo twali bade tugamanti nenkolagana yafene katonda bali bakugambe ja kutandikireri ngomazo kufa ngoigenze muguru jegendo okubera buli kintu kyo nacho na kyali kikusongereri yetulaga and did you know again i'm not bitter about this but i believe that this is one reason that my dad died kino sikyogera mbusungu nabukawu nenzikiriza bwenti nzengo omuntu eno yemukusonga lwachi kitange yafa when i was just 12 years old he was only 54 years old mwinalinga nine miyaka 12 jokka kubanga mukasera ko tata ine miyaka 5 mwina When he died, he was the chairman of the deacons. Tate wange yali chairman wa badinkoni. He loved God. Amazima gegano yali ayagala katonda. It wasn't that he was out living in sin. Sirwa kubanti yali atambula tambulanga yonona yonona. And rebelling against God or anything like that, but our uh, denomination that I grew up in. Obanti yali nga amala atambuli yambujemu eri katonda. Naye kino che chalinga wo e 
Kanisa jetuwa kulidamu. It was all about getting born again, and then basically you're just saved and stuck until it's time to go to heaven. Edachi bangabu ogamba, nti buwamala ngu kukiliza yesu mudimi enu, buwamala okuloko ka, nosigala unokuwa mirao, paka rolifa, nogena muguru, nolioko tandike nkola gana, nekatonda. And we would focus on heaven or either getting people born again, but we didn't tell people how to live in this life. And because of that, my dad, who was the chairman of the deacons, one of the leaders in the church, he didn't have faith for healing. And he had all kinds of physical problems. And the whole time I was growing up, he, he uh, just was always sickly and things like this. And it was because they didn't teach us how to walk in this life. You know, as it says in Galatians chapter 1, verse 4, it says, Jesus gave himself for our sins to deliver us from this present evil world. Not just the one to come. Now, yes, that's a part of it. And praise God, heaven is going to be a blast. But Jesus gave himself to deliver us from this present evil world. And see, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. If you don't teach the Word of God and what it says about healing, prosperity, joy, peace, and this intimate relationship with God, that I'm talking about. If that isn't taught that this is available, people aren't going to have faith for it. And so because of it, most of the people that I knew, they would praise God for what God did in their life when they first got born again. And then they would look forward to heaven, but in between salvation and going to heaven, you just were saved and stuck. You just had to hold on. You just had to maintain that someday things would be better.
I'm telling you, even though I believe that we won't see the fullness of everything that God has for us until we get to heaven. Na yenkubulira mazima, tulizo obutasobola kolaba byonna byonna obujuvu bwa katondo bw'ebintu byenna byatukolira ku musalaba, ne tubira bakonga bikola mbola mu bwafe. Paka itulituka muguru. Na ye Jesus taught us to pray in Matthew chapter 6, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Niyate Yesu Yatuigiriza, engeri yokusaba, yatugamanti to sabe into wakabakabu je, nebio yagada bikolewa munsi, ngabu bikolewa muguru. We don't have to wait until we get to heaven to start experiencing this relationship with God. Toina kurinda, kusoka kuyingira guru, goberengo sobulo kuyingira munkola gane ne yechi memetene katonda. The healing, prosperity, deliverance, joy and peace. Mona funida, o kunyezewa, okugagawaziwa. Okusumulua esanyu nemirembe. We should be having that now. Wenjo kere dakati, ebi intu ebi obulimulokoreye na, chimu guanilo kubanga abitambulida mwiranga abirina. So go back to John chapter 3 verse 16. And Kakati ngenda kusabodemu yokana sato kumina mkaga. Now plug in what it said in John 17.3. Kakati olioko ojirete, ojiyunge ko yokana kumina msambu sato. Where it says that, that eternal life is knowing God. Ngate wali agambi enti okubunamu obuta gwao kwe kumanya katonda. And Jesus Christ. Ne Yesu Christo. Knowing them in a close, intimate, personal way. Ndikwe echechitegeza okumanya katonda mungeli yu wasachi nomu okubanga mutabagana bulunji. Plug that back into John chapter 3 verse 16. Kakati kwato olunyiriyoru oruzeyeri muyokana satu kumina mukaga. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have in this life that close, intimate, personal relationship with God. Nena liyokana agama miyokana satu kumina mukaga. Ntukubanga katunda bayaga linsi, buwati no kuwayo na wayo mwanawe yazali wa omuyeka. Ntibuli amukiriza alemo kubula na ye abere. Nobulamu, enkolagana, eyobwa sechinomu, enkolagana, eyechi memete, nekatonda. Not just when we all get to heaven. Tagambiru linga tumazo kusomukanga tufude tugenze muguru. It may be perfected when we get to heaven, but... Chiso wako kubeira nti wetulitu kamuguru. Enkolagana ya feja kubeira nunji koku singa wedi kati. Right now. Na yesa wazino. We should be having an intimate, close, personal relationship with God. Neyate inga fenga bantu, chitu guwani lukubanga kaseda kano, tuine nkola gana yechi memete, okubanga tusembele dekato unanga tulubumu na ye. Let me say it this way. Kanchogere buenti. That if all you did was get your sins forgiven. Disinga chuka chuka chukakula, kuali kubela na bibibyo nga biso nyidua. And you got your ticket punched, and you got a guaranteed trip to heaven when you die. No nanti ticket yo, eyobula mobuta gwao, egendo kuyingiza mugulojina mekono jo. But if you aren't enjoying the presence of God, dinete singu ubeda wo, ngatosobula kunyumiru wakubeda wo kwa katonda. If you don't feel his love, his pleasure, ngagomunda mugwe, te ulida kwa gala kweta ulida, kusanyuka kweta ulida mirembe na katonda. If you don't feel like God carries your picture in his wallet, Ngoliao, nembuongobu tochiruhuza nkoko ntikatunda kwa gala nyo kutuka kuchigiranti ya inanechi fanancho, muguru jabeira. If you aren't experiencing that, Bubanga gwe echo, sicho ulaga, ilanga chulabambula mubu. You've missed the real purpose of salvation. Ukakasa, osubidua, umulamua, nedimu, nomutima, gobu lokozi. 
And I know that that's a shocker to people. People say, oh no, the purpose of salvation is to get your sins forgiven so that you'll go to heaven. That's a part of it. And if that's all there was, that's more than we deserve. That's great. But no, Jesus came to bring us in to close, intimate, personal relationship with God. God loved you and me so much that he wanted to have us in fellowship with him, not just when we go to heaven. You know, the, that Lord's Prayer again says, deliver us from evil. You don't need to be delivered from evil when we get to heaven. Right here is where evil is. And and we should be in a constant communion with God. And we should be experiencing this eternal life. This close relationship with God. In this life. And if all you did was get your ticket punched so that you could go to heaven, but if you aren't enjoying the real presence of the Lord, you have missed the real goal of salvation. Now, if you truly are born again, if your sins are truly forgiven, well, then, yes, when we get to heaven, you will experience that eternal life. But it says that we can have it right here. Right here in verse 36 of this same chapter. He that believeth on me hath everlasting life. It's not just going to take place in the future. It may be perfected in the future. But you can begin to start having a close, intimate, personal relationship with God right now. And that's what prayer is. 
Here's another way of saying this. If you go back to John chapter 3, verse 16. God so loved the world. See, love is what motivated this. See, wasn't pity. It wasn't obligation. It wasn't like God says, well, I created them. I guess I have some responsibility to fix this. And so just out of a sense of duty. Our obligation, he sent Jesus to die for us. No, it was because of love. He, he's passionate about us. God loves us. I know that there's people watching this program says, you don't know what I've done. You don't know what Jesus has done. Jesus commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us, is what it says in Romans chapter 5, verse 8. It doesn't matter what you've done. God loved you. He didn't do this out of just a sense of obligation. And he didn't do it out of pity, thinking, boy, these people are so pitiful, I got to do something to help them. No, he did it out of compassion. God wants you. God wants fellowship with you. And so he sent his son to die for our sins. Look at it this way. It's like sin was a barrier that stood between us and God. It says over in Isaiah chapter 59 that God's hand isn't short that it cannot save, nor his ear heavy that it cannot hear, but your iniquities have separated between you and God. Now, 
sin was a barrier that stood between us and God. And so Jesus came and he did bear our sins. Jesus became sin for us. Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 21 says, For he hath made him who knew no sin to be made sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Jesus became sin for us. He took our sins into his body. That barrier that separated us from God Jesus took it out of the way. But for what purpose? So that you could go to heaven when you die? Well, that ultimately is one of the benefits, but he removed this barrier so that he could have fellowship with you. Right now. In this life, not just in the one to come. That's what eternal life is. He removed it so that you wouldn't perish, but instead you would have access to this intimate relationship with God. To where you just fellowship with God. Where you are just in His presence. Now again, there is a place for repenting in sin. There is a place for asking. You have not because you ask not. But it is not the place that most people occupy. That's basically what most people prayer is. Is just repenting about how sorry they are, saying, God, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Or asking for something, God, supply this need, heal my body. And to prove that, just ask yourself, when is it that you pray the most? 
Era nange okuka kasa chengeza kutegeza. Njagala webu ze chibuzo chino. Diru osingo kusaba. With most people it's when your back is against the wall. When it... Iri ya wantu basinga. Basinga kusaba. Nga batu use kuchisenge. Nga tebaina subi dalio. Nabaina kutunulia katonda yika. Something that's beyond you and you can't handle it. You go to God for help. Kakati ngo mtu atuse kuchigira, echoku manti mumanyige, mbusobo ziwe, tasobula kweta asa, nga yeta agaka tonda yeka, ya ino kufamuguru wa muyambi. That's not totally wrong. It's better to go to God for help when you're in trouble than not to go to God at all. I'm... Kakati yisegeza kugamanti echuchichamu, umainti singa kukugende rika tonda ngo inechi zibu, okusinga, okugenda musabo, obobu tajia rika tonda, yingo inechi zibu. I'm not saying that that's wrong, but that is not really what prayer is. Neyate sigeza kugamanti okujia masoga katona ngo inevizi untichibi. Neche ngamba chechinu, ndiye kusikwe kusaba kukaa. That is one facet of prayer. Echechinali badenga manti chitundu tundu, uwaka tundu katini nyomu kusaba. And just this is total andiology. I don't have a scripture that says it in these terms. But I believe that you're requesting, asking things from God, repenting and apologizing for the mistakes you've made. That ought to occupy 5% or less or of your prayer life. Neyate nzikiriza bwenti okusabako mukama mpachino mukama nenenya mukama gunsinze mukama nakoze bwenti ebyo byonnabyo na birino kutwala akatundu katini nnyo kumpi ebitundu bitano byokakubulichi 10 kusala yo. Your prayer life ought to be primarily just thanking God for what he has done, what he's promised to do, what he is doing. Neyate ngobulamu bwo Bwali bade businga kubanga bujuzidwa kweba zakatonda olwebyo byakoze olwebyo byakusubiza byagendo kola nebyo byomanyinti abikoze just worshiping him talking to him about things just like Adam and Eve gwengo musinza businga ngolinga Adamu ne muchala we kawa bwebalinga I mentioned this on my program yesterday but umanyimino nabibanyonyo demo program yange yona kuregulo before they had sin they fellowshiped with God in the cool of the evening. Ntibwebali tebanda bakuonona. Adam ne kawa balinga era basigalanga bachali mu nkola gane iyo bwasa chinomu ne katonda. Mu matulutulu katonda yajanga ne bogeranga. They didn't have things to repent of. They didn't have anything to ask for. They didn't have anybody else to intercede for. They didn't have demons to rebuke. Tebali na bibi bya kwenenya, tebali na byeta agonti bwagenda kusabira, tebali na mizimu ya kumenya, tebali na bantu ba kusabira, bali babili boka kunsi. What did they do? They just fellowshiped with God. Kati chibuzo chichino, basabanga batya. Itegeza bagenda ngabugenze masoga mkama, nibugira bugizi kubulunji we nebatabagana ne katonda. God, it's beautiful. Thank you for this. Inanduza babiranga unagama, eh, mukama, umusana anga wagutonda bulunji, gulabika bulunji, ebye nyanja, agayanja, lebe miembe jino, ebe ntungabidabika bulunji. And, and they just talked to God, talked about the things that they were seeing. Nibali wakabata nduko kukugira nekatonda, nibata wagana na yuku vichibi baliba mulaba, biyali amazo kutonda. Did you know God is a person? Neuka ambeko chengkubuza, ochimanyinti katonda mundu. You ought to be able to have a relationship with him. Ndira nawe chikugwanira ngabo oline nkola gana ne muchalawo nabana bo ne bossi wo nawe chikugwanira okubira ne nkola gana iyo basachinomu ne katonda. Not just use him as 
some uh, way to get your needs met. Ndekatonda, siku muko zesa muko zesa, ngaka ATM machine, ntio umuchari da buchari zinga, tolina sente, no muteka mukadi mukama ampa, sente nizivayo na azukua. And things like that, but just to thank him. Na yato ino kubira mungkola ganantio, subulu kubira unga, umwebaza webaza. You know, we've actually got a cartoon that we put on our fridge, and its family circus is this little cartoon. Edatu ina kakatuni, akapapula akalikobu katuni, wetuwa sala, netukateka kufiriji ya femu nyumba. And it's just the mother uh, kneeling down and praying and saying, Father, thank you for my family. Kakati mkatuni onu, mulimu mama anga afuka midewansinga, wanise mikono agamba, mkama nkwebaza, ura familia yange. Thank you for this day, thank you for my children. And, and she says, I'm not asking anything. I'm just wanting to say thank you. And then the other frames of this cartoon are an angel ringing a bell in heaven and telling everybody to come look. Here's somebody who's thanking God and not asking for anything. Kakati, akatundu akalala kakatuni enu. Kalaga, ngamalaika alimuguru akube echide. Na agamba, tiba nange mujemu labe, lero tufunye yomu ntu omu, asabiyo, zebu zinga, zekwebaza, taina chagala. But just saying thank you, and all of heaven starts rejoicing. That makes a point. Did you know the vast majority of people watching this, really what you use prayer for is to go get something. When your back is against the wall, you cry out for help. And again, there is a place to do that. But man, prayer, if we would just use prayer to fellowship with God, to love God, to thank God, to just commune with Him. And just constantly be in communion with the Lord, praying without ceasing. If we would do that, you'd find out you wouldn't have as many needs. I'm going to make a statement here that some people will be shocked at, but you know, I very, very, very seldom ever ask God for money for anything like that. Jenyi miria ni ngama mukama njagala sente, njagala cheta gochino, gabiri wano. 
I JUST THINK THAT THAT IS A POOR USE OF PRAYER. AND AGAIN, THERE IS A PLACE FOR IT, BUT IT IS NOT A MAJOR PLACE. I just seek the Lord, love the Lord, and it's like Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, where Jesus said, If you would seek first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness, all of these things would be added they should be a byproduct, not a focus of your relationship with God. Man, I'm getting into some good things. I've got a lot more to share on this. I'll be continuing on our program tomorrow, but let me... Thank you for listening to the Gospel Truth Program. We believe that you have been blessed. Please call us on 0200-330-000 to pray with you or to make an inquiry or share your testimony with us. We speak healing into your body and prosperity into your life. You are blessed.